Shalom. This is Ron Warren with Torah Life Ministries. Today's podcast discusses on how to live a, per, a persistent and relentless life, part two. This podcast is going to cover the book that God wrote on your life before you were born. And it also explains how the level of your persistent and relentless spirit will never rise above your level of faith. With this in mind, here's a God-given principle. God has given you a relentless spirit. Now, what does it mean to be relentless? Relentless is a very powerful word. And the term describes an attitude and paints a picture of a person that is persistent and with unyielding determination. It means it does not relent. Now, to relent, it means to become, it does not, it becomes more lenient, to slacken, or to concede. There are other terms for relentless. Rigorous, severe, uncompromising, unstoppable, constant, single-minded, steadfast, and persistent. Now, in a godly sense, it means one who is valiant, courageous, and determined to complete the task at hand. Whether short-term or long-term, the relentless heart is in it to finish according to the desired end, and nothing will stop him or her from the completed goal. The relentless believer is one who has absolutely unyielding in faith, hope, and obedience to God, no matter what the adversity. He or she is committed in every way to finishing well, and, he, and they will be forever be known by heaven as one who deserved the words, well done. And if you received Yeshua as your Lord, this Virtue is available to you, but it has to be developed. So, do you realize who you are and how much God needs you? He needs you to fulfill your destiny in advancing His cause here on earth. And for that reason, God has designed a life course just for you. Psalm 139, verse 13 reads, six, verse 16 reads, Your eyes saw my un, un, unformed substance. In your book, all my days were recorded, even those which are purposed before they had been coming into being. Now, what does that mean? It means that God wrote a book about you before your parents even thought of having you. Your entire life was mapped out prior to your birth. And it was planned by God before you were even born. Now, have you ever heard this? You have no idea how you or who you are talking to. My life has bumps, bruises, and even wax due to my bad choices. Here's the question. Did God cause that? No. God mapped our lives, but it's up to us to make the right choices in the order to walk the path He created for us. Wrong choices can detour us, but genuine repentance can right the ship. Well, here's another one. Have you heard this? 
I have had terrible things happen that were not the result of bad choices. Life has dealt me some bad blows. Again, here's the question. Did God plan and cause those disappointments and hardships? No. We live in a fallen world. Yeshua said we would have tribulation and we would suffer adversity. But here's the good news. God knew what type of evil would try to overtake you before you were born. And in his wisdom, he made the path to escape even come out a winner. And this is why the word calls the relentless believer overcomers. When you read Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it reads, Let us keep running with endurance the face set before us. That means God has set a race before each one of us. And here's the point. For you to finish the race, to finish it well, it means you have to run with endurance or relentlessness. And it cannot be completed any other way. The scripture does not say, let us run with happiness. Let us run with purpose. Let us run with seriousness. That's not what it says. Happiness, purpose, and seriousness and other virtues are all important. But the key virtue is relentlessness. And it takes a relentless spirit to finish well. Again, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 in the Message Bibles reads, Strip down, start running, and never quit. You do not turn back or go from the path that God set before you. If you are a child of God, you have what it takes. Because God has placed that power, His Holy Spirit, within you. you if you remain steadfast, this scripture belongs to you. In 2 Timothy 4, verse 7, it reads, I have fought the good fight. I have completed the race, and I have kept the faith. There's a big difference between starting and finishing. When we start something, we are usually fresh, eager, energetic, and ready to tackle anything. But by the time we reach the end, we are emotionally and physically shot. If there was anyone who could identify this, it was Paul. And yet, to him, the end of the course was always in sight, and finishing well was always very important to him. I'm going to read Acts chapter 20, verse 24, but I'm going to read it from the Amplified Bible. It says this, But none of these things move me, neither do I esteem my life dear to myself, if only I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have obtained from which is entrusted to me by the Lord Yeshua, faithfully to attest to the good news, the gospel of God's grace, his unmerited favor, spiritual blessing, and mercy. What that says is, no matter how tough your circumstances, they are not impossible to God. In Mark chapter 10, verse 27, it reads, Yeshua looked at them and said, It's impossible for people to save themselves. 
but it's not impossible for God to save them. Everything is possible for God. You know, the, the Bible is filled with many promises. But if they are not met with faith in our hearts, they remain nothing more than words on a page. We will never rise above the level of what we believe. I didn't say that. This is a principle of Proverbs 23, verse 7. And it says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. What it says is, what we think is what we become. Now, I want you to consider this. Half of learning is learning. The other half of learning is unlearning. Faith is unlearning about the worries and the misguided beliefs that keeps us captive. And it's far more than just simply modifying behavior. Faith is the rewiring of the human brain. And this is what we do when we study the Scripture. We are literally upgrading our minds by downloading the mind of the Messiah. Sound familiar? It's just like a computer hard drive that needs to be defragmented to optimize the performance. Our mind needs to be defragmented. This forces some questions. How do we defragment our faith? How do we renew our mind? And here's the third one. How do we get ourselves out of the mental pit that we got ourselves into? The best way to upgrade our mind is to download the scriptures and put it in. Do you believe that you are a partaker of Yeshua's divine nature? That his supernatural DNA is fixed within your spirit? It takes a relentless believer to see the impossible become possible. But God is for you, and no one wants your success in life more than God himself. He has prepared a fabulous life and foresees a great finish in which you leave a legacy of faith, significance, and greatness to the benefit of others. And all of this involves you becoming a relentless believer. Oh, is this your thought? I am not a, a resolute type of person. I don't have the history of sticking it out through the tough times. If your answer is yes, consider this. Because of the grace given through Yeshua the Messiah, you are not doomed to repeat the past. Here's a major point. You cannot escape the adversity which waits for each of us as we follow the path of Yeshua. The stakes are high, but the internal rewards are priceless. You have a vicious enemy who wants to destroy your influence and wreck your God-given mission. Why? Because in Satan's eyes, you are a threat and you need to be stopped. And he will be happy when you are dead, either physically or spiritually. But here's his problem. Because of Yeshua's sacrifice, faith, Satan is a defeated foe. Now, what does that mean? It means that every battle we face against Satan is already won. It means that Yeshua's victory gives us countless blessings. 
And one of those blessings that we must never forget is the defeat of our enemy. It is not something we are waiting for. It is something that has already taken place. And as believers, we are fighting from a position of victory, not for it. Our problem? We have to fight him, his agents, and in his influences. Now, how do we do that? Persistent and relentlessly. Shalom. Until the next podcast. And if this teaching has been a blessing to you, you might consider subscribing to the Anchor Podcast platform and Torah Life Ministries website. You can do this at www.torahlifeministry.com. And until then, Ron has left the building.